This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about when it's time to bug out. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you got to make a decision. Do I, I leave work? Do I stay at work? Do I not go to work today because things are looking bad? Um, this could be riots. This could be, sometimes it's even just a feeling and something you just kind of are like, you know, things aren't right. And, and when to do that. Uh, also, you know, things like, you know, you can't maybe prevent against like an earthquake or, you know, know when things are coming like that, but you can, uh, you know, maybe see when weather's coming bad or hurricanes moving in, it's going to hit later today or even snow, you know, something like that. Um, and then also I want to take it to the next level of when are things so bad that I don't, forget going to work. I need to get out of my house and I need to go. Um, that could be because riots and I live in the city or it could be because a hurricane's coming and, you know, they, the governor's saying it's time to go or, or just, you know, it looks like it's going to get bad. You know, you sometimes have to make decisions and it's not always easy. Um, sometimes the paycheck and, you know, the things that we depend on, or even just keeping the cohesion in your family, um, you know, keeping the kids happy. Oh, you said we could go to soccer and whatever, or, 
you know, whatever, or maybe, you know, your wife, oh, you're overreacting and, you know, something like that. You, you have to weigh everything in the balance in your life. And, you know, there's a time to know, you know, I mean, so I guess my thought is, one, if we kind of prepare our family for these kind of things, tell them the signs that concern us when things are going okay, then when things start to get bad, they'll be like, you know what, this is what we talked about. These are, you know, some legitimate concerns. And, you know, and also by not overreacting all the time, we can kind of get everybody on the same page where they say, hey, you know what? He, you know, he's had good judgment in the past. So maybe we it's time to listen or take it seriously. So that's it. I mean, first, I kind of wanted to talk about like going to work. And, mm-hmm. you know, when do you go to work or decide it's time to come home from work? And so, Kevin, what are your thoughts? Well, when I was uh, up here in the Northeast, we get we get some serious uh, snow snowstorms. And I know I've had to deal with that in the past um, as far as uh, going to work and, you know, with with uh, the way weather prediction works here in this country now, it's really well. You you pretty much know when a big storm is, is heading your way. And, uh, you know, sometimes it means, uh, you know, I'm going to leave, go to work, you know, six hours early today, get up at, you know, midnight, get the work done and get back to the house before the snow really starts starts in but you know sometimes you're expecting you know one to two inches and you're at work and you look outside and you realize there's already six inches on the ground and you got another four hours of work left maybe it's time to think about you know how you're going to get out of there how you're going to get back to your house or uh you know sometimes with things like that you might have to suck it up and hunker down at work for the next 24 hours you know but i like to be home because netflix netflix right and your family, you don't want to, you don't want to be stuck at work. Well, and yeah, there's my family at home too. In. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> your family's snowed in and the power goes out and you're not there to, you know, make sure everybody's doing, doing things the safe way and, and keeping things warm and doing whatever they have to do. Right. Generator run, whatever it is. That's you it. Know? I mean, that, that does, you know, sometimes when, you know, oh, the power went out at home and you're like, oh. I'm not there to help out and, you know, set the generator up and, and yeah, I mean, you know, you should kind of cross train and, and make sure everybody knows, but you know, I mean, that's, that's the kind of things that come up. There's always something, you know? And you know, Um, there's, there's a big difference if you're, uh, you know, you're at work and you've got, you know, big four wheel drive and your wife is at work and she's got a Ford focus that, you know, can't handle a half inch of snow. There's a big difference between those two. Now, I mean, I guess, I mean, exactly. Um, One of the things, though, that, you know, kind of made this come to mind and and got me thinking about it was that, you know, there's a uh, there's a lot of riots and bad things happening in the world right now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, driving through that and going to work is is scary and troublesome. Right. Um, Right. You know, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of those protests shut down major roads. And that's not a, you know, that's not a big deal. You're what, you're 15, 20 minutes late to work. You know, you made a mistake, got on the wrong road, and it's bumper to bumper, and you can't go anywhere. But, you know, that sort of shit is is a big, it's a lot different when you're stuck on the highway, and there's a hurricane coming, and 
you would have been better off staying in your house. At least there you have everything together. But now you're in your car and you're stuck on a, you know, in a parking lot on the three throughway and you're, uh, and you got nothing except for your kids and your wife in the car. And, you know, you're kind of up shit's creek at that point. Right. That's the thing. I mean, I understand the idea of, well, I want to see which way the storm goes. Cause you know, maybe it's going to turn out to sea or whatever, and maybe we won't have to bug out. Maybe it's all for nothing. Or maybe it's going to turn for the worse. So you do mm-hmm. kind of want to wait to the last minute. Like, I understand that logic, that feeling. So, I mean, there's, you know, a lot of things to take into account. Uh, you know, you have to decide what's right for your family. And that's pretty much how it goes. Um, and you have to decide what's right for you. You know, if you're way inland and where you are doesn't flood, or, you know, and, and, you know, you're usually pretty safe. Well, that's going to weigh differently than when you're right on the coast or, you know, in the beach house that's, you know, going to get slammed and you need to, you know, understand what the reality is for you and your family and how prepared you and your family are. So that's all something to take into account and, you know, realize when you, uh, you know, when you make these decisions. Now, as far as the riots in the crazy world we live in, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, Like if you're in Portland, you know, like you said, maybe you take the different route to work. Maybe you take, uh, you know, a more, uh, more scenic, uh, you know, casual uh, drive to, to work. I mean, that's the thing. And, and that's why, you know, people always talk about, you know, keep your gas tank full, whatever, because you don't want to be like, well, I only have enough gas to get home if I drive through the riots and all the gas stations are closed because of the riots. Right, right. That's that's the thing, you know, mm-hmm. that's why people talk about, oh, you should never be without a half a tank of gas. Well, there's a reason right. people say that because you can get caught where, you mm-hmm. know, hey. Because, yeah, I mean, you know what? I went through this exact thought process the other day where I was like, you know, I really like to keep enough gas in there that, you know, like a half a tank. So if things come up, but I was like, you know what? I have enough gas to get home from work. So I don't even need to think about it because I know I can get where I'm safe. But what if something came up and I couldn't drive that way? Believe it or not, um, last night while I was at work, uh, one of the highways that's probably, I mean, no joke, it was probably five miles from where my work is. Um, somebody was shooting at all the cars on the highway. And God, yeah, exactly. And, you know, they ended up actually catching the guy. And they, the article, I mean, it's actually such a new story right now that the article says two people were injured. So I kind of think one of the people is the guy who was doing the shooting. Uh huh. Because they chased him to a car crash. Okay. And, you know, so, you know, who knows? And, you know, I would think if he actually shot somebody, that would have been something they would be reporting on. You right. know? Right. Like, yeah. not two people were injured sounds dramatic, but some two people were injured and one was shot, you know, in the arm. That's more dramatic. And I know news likes to sell things, you know? Yeah. But I'll t- they I'll like tell the you dramatic. What, man. But I tell yeah. you what, if I was in my car and somebody fucking shot my car, put a yeah. bullet hole in it, quite a few cars. Like some words. Somebody yeah, would see? die. 
Whether it's me or him, somebody's, somebody's gonna fucking going die down. Shoot my yeah. car. And that's that's the thing. But I mean, that's enough to motivate you to, hey, I think I'm going to go home a different way. Or right. I think, you know, they even shut down the highway for the little bit of the section, but actually not really. They just kind of chased him out of town. They actually, you know, it was cool. They chased him into the next state. Oh, good. Crashed and then crashed there. him up there. Yeah. So that worked yeah. out kind of well. Um, but the next state, you know, kind of near the border. So it, it worked out. But anyway, the, uh, you know, who knows? But uh, so these are things, though, that can come up unexpectedly. You know, you don't realize all the things that, you know, can throw a curveball in your game. And these are the things we need to be prepared for. Um, You know, we talk about having the 72 hour bag in the car. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe having to hunker down at work, but having some food and whatever. Right. is not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're, you're not wearing dress shoes and, uh, you know, you've got right. some backup sneakers or some backup boots. You've got, you know, you don't have to sleep on your desk in a suit and tie because you brought some gear with you and you have it in the trunk. That's great. And, uh, you know, another the thing is that, you know, a lot of people count on um, count on their GPS and their phones. Uh, all right, I have to take a different route. So let me just uh, go on my phone. I'll look up the GPS and I'll, I'll see what the best alternate route is. Right. But. A lot of people don't remember after September 11th, phones weren't working in New York City. The telecommunications GPS, was texting, nothing. You were done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was. You know, I know that, that was our government looking out for us. Right, and if you're going to work every day, you know the same place, same route to and from work. You know you should change it up a little bit. You know, take a yeah. couple of scenic routes. See where those where those roads that you think go around. Maybe they're dead ends. Need a you know, you don't realize that until you're, you know, until you're stuck down there. It's good to figure that out when you're not in emergency than, you know, when you're It's stuck good somewhere. to figure it out when you're not running late for work. Um, mm-hmm. I've definitely, you know, when I, I, I'm reasonably new to the area, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you know, I've only been here almost a year now, but somewhere after about four months or actually... So I only uh, moved into the house I'm in, which is, you know, pretty far away from where I was staying um, in January. So I was going to work, you know, a month or two after and the road was detoured and out in the country, there's not a lot of roads, you know, yeah, so not a, not a I'm used to, like when you're in the city, oh, I'll go over a block and go around it. No problem. I'm like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Which way do I go? Because I don't know which way is going to have the fastest, you know, intersection that's going to get me back onto the roads, you know, where I'm trying to go. And I ended up having to drive. It turned out it was the fastest way, but it was still like 10 miles out of the way. And that, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh, now I'm late for work. But what if it's something more crucial than being five minutes late for work? Like I'm going to run out of gas and then I'm walking home. Right. You know, that's kind of a bigger deal. Right. With these detours. When it's a 20 mile detour and you were uh, banking on getting gas the next morning. Right. Then you're kind of fucks, Phil, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's something to take into account. Um, also, you know, wanted to touch on the stressfulness of, all right, so you only have a little bit of gas and you decide, you know what, I am going to go through the the protests and whatever, because I'm going to kind of drive around that block and hope that it's okay. Mm-hmm. 
And then you find yourself in the bad situation. What right. do you do? Because those, those situations change fast on the ground. You know, the block that's safe five minutes ago might have fucking, you know, 30 people in there throwing Molotov cocktails and rocks the next, you know, yeah. the next minute. And that's, you know, something I, I did see on the internet. Uh, one of the stupid memes somebody posted uh, that more Americans would rather drive through protesters than be dragged out of their car and beaten up by mobs. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's been my experience, <laughs> you know, but how about we just avoid that situation altogether? You know, that's the, yeah, the whole, and you know, let's, let's keep in mind also that running over human bodies, it's not the best traction, you know, you might not, get hung up on somebody. Not good. Depends traction. On, on how high your suspension is. If you're riding a low rider, man, you might get stuck on that dude's head. Well, there's that. It's just bad for the vehicle. I mean, you might, you know, what if your muffler's hanging a little low? Uh I mean, there's a lot of things that can get damaged. And you got to realize, you know, it's hard on the vehicle. I'm driving the pickup truck with the 33-inch tires. Not a problem. I'm driving the little Pontiac that sits Uh six inches off the (laughs) ground. It's a little different. You know, you these all should weigh in Mm -hmm. to when you're driving home, you know, what you're going to do. So, all right. So you get the idea. You don't want to be ripped out of your car and, and, you know, deal with chaos. It is such a scary thing um, when you find yourself basically helpless in a situation. And I mean, I know you're like, well, I'm never helpless because I have a gun. Well, I'll tell you what, when you have a handgun and you're driving in a mob of 20 people that are all smashing against your car and your liberty and freedom are at stake if you decide to shoot the guy smashing in your window. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. it's not exactly putting you in a good situation. And, you know, it's better to think about these things beforehand and make a decision, you know, of how you're going to approach things. So that's all. So I'm just saying – Think about what you're doing. Think about when you leave, when you get home, and, you know, whatever. Now, let's look at the flip side. So now you're home and you're safe with your family. When do you decide, you know, hey, (laughs) I'm not safe in my home? You know, you're thinking it's my castle. I got an Mm -hmm. AR-15 and... You know, maybe maybe you're hardcore and you have an AK-47 and a bandana. Food for weeks. You know, whatever, right? Ooh, you're you're good to go. Shit. Yeah, with a bandana. That's uh-huh. yeah, that's the key. I thought I thought you might have missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, these are you know all <laughs> options, right? But now, if you live in Portland, would you would you bail out now? Would you have bailed out three weeks ago, or would you have probably seen this coming and bailed out like seven, ten, twenty years ago? I don't know. I don't. When did it go bad in Portland? That would have been the smarter decision. I feel like a long time ago, right? Was the the it right feels time? Feels like it's been bad a long time. It's like, oh, I live in Chicago. Should mm-hmm. I bail out? You know, right before. Well, no, you should have bailed out a long time ago. Um, should have left. Should have left Chicago. That, that's Same that's all New I York could City. tell you. Should've New left. York City. Should have left a long left. time ago. Yeah. So I mean, these are all things to to decide, but all right. So bottom line, if 
the riots and, and things are happening. I mean, we can kind of see things are escalating and the sprawl of the violence and the chaos is like spreading, you know, from area to area. And, and it is slowly expanding. Um, you know, you need to decide. Now, obviously, if you live in the heart of the city and you're in Portland, it's time to go. You know what? Say, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care that I have a lease on my apartment right. or I don't care that whatever. I'm going to go start over somewhere else because it's time for you and your family to not be exposed to that because you can't. You're not in control when you're surrounded by chaos. And that's mm-hmm. that's basically the deciding factor right. right there is when am I not in control? You know, right now, the world we live in, there's always the possibility, you know, somebody will try and carjack you or some jackass will be shooting on the highway. But for the most part, these are things that we can deal with because if we're alert and paying attention, we can avoid trouble areas or we can, you know, kind of see things coming and, you know, kind of make decisions appropriately to move in the right direction. But the more things get out of control, then by definition, you become not in control. And if you can't control it, and that's the Mm -hmm. thing. So with your property where you live, are you going to be able to control your street? Are you going to be able to shut it down at the end and say, hey, nobody's coming on our block and you rally your kind of neighbors together? Now, do you lose control if all of a sudden after that goes on for a week, you and all your neighbors have no food left? Now, are you still at the point where somebody can go out on food runs, one of your neighbors can go to the grocery store and come back with supplies for everybody, then you may be able to hang on control. Now, do you reasonably believe that things are going to get better before, you know, you run out of food or are they not? You know, how long can you sustain Mm -hmm. with what you have available to you? And that's, that's kind of how you need to make these right. decisions, you know, but also is it going to escalate to a it, lot of people too? That, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I talked to a lot of people too, that, that, um, they, they're planning on bugging out, but they don't have any bug out plans. Like, yes. oh, I'll just go up to the woods. I'll just go live in the woods. Come on. Don't be stupid. You have to have an idea of where the fuck you're going you know, not all of us, you know, can afford a, an extra house up in the woods. Not, you know, a lot of people don't have a, an alternate location where they've got food stockpiled, where they've got, you know, firearms, ammunition, all that sort of stuff, you know, and just going to Aunt Betty's house that lives in the suburbs, you know, that might be a terrible decision too. Cause now Aunt Betty's fucked also cause she got 10 people in her house and, uh, you know, nobody brought food with them. So when you're, when you're bugging out, you definitely want to come up with a plan and an alternate plan to where you're going to go, how you're going to get there and what you're going to do when you are there. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing you need to weigh. All right, wherever I'm going, am I then going to be in control? Is this going to be a benefit or am I still going to be facing, you know, compromise? Like you said, you show up at Aunt Betty's, you don't know what Aunt Betty's neighborhood looks like right now because your cell phone hasn't been working. And, you know, are you going to be able to bring supplies now? If you live in Portland, 
and Aunt Betty lives five counties out, you know what? Aunt Betty's is probably a pretty good chance, and I'd get the hell over to Aunt Betty's. But, you know, I Mm -hmm. mean, these are the things you need to weigh and decide. Um, You know what? Getting, you know, once somebody gets hurt or damaged or, you know, scarred for life by, you know, some traumatic event, you can't undo these things. And, well, yeah, but going to work one Mm -hmm. more day and, and whatever. But I think you also need to take the steps in your life that you're not going to be so desperate for that paycheck that, Oh, if I miss, you know, the Mm -hmm. overtime this week, I'm not going to be able to pay the mortgage and do anything. You know, I mean, you need to kind of, and I'm not saying you need to, Oh, well it's magic. Just whatever. I'm saying, start putting things aside to prepare, start putting some food aside so that you will be safer. Start taking the steps you know, a little bit of security on your house as far as, you know, maybe a beefier front door or, you know, better locks or, you know, secure your yard or talk to your neighbors, you know, take the steps that'll make you more prepared so you don't find yourself in a desperate situation. And that's really what it's all about is how can I avoid myself from, yeah, avoid from finding myself in a desperate situation. And that's, you know, what we need to be doing. We need to be constantly looking and, you know, seeing what we can improve and what we can do so we don't find ourselves getting stuck. And sadly, that means paying attention to the news a little bit here and there and kind of having a little idea of what might be coming and what's going on around us. Right. I think a lot of the, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the the issues that that happen day to day can uh, can cloud our judgment. You know, when something unusual happens. You know, I go to work Monday through Friday every day. So I mean, this isn't gonna stop me. This little thing. This is weird. You know, uh, we'll just we'll just not go to the. We'll wait till tomorrow to go to the store because things are a little bit chaotic in town right now. And you know, a lot of these things you you kind of overlook them because. You know, because it's not that big of a deal right now. But you need, when shit like that starts happening down the street, you know, you need to kind of keep in mind, start making the plan, double check your get home bag, double check your uh, your bug out bags, double check the location, you know, the routes you might be wanting to take, and just keep your eyes on things. Just being ready for a situation that could escalate quickly, you know, like you were saying about the hurricanes. You know, the hurricane might go a different way. We can wait and see. But it also might bump up to a Category 4 before it hits you and hit, and give you a direct hit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you need to be able to, on a, on a, you know, when something like that is brewing, you need to really keep your eyes on things to, to be prepared for, you know, a last-minute change in plans. No, that's it. I mean, I don't want to bore you guys. I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse, but... You know, you need to be paying attention and you need to have your preps and your stockpiles ready. You need to prepare. And maybe it's not just food or extra ammunition because, you know, ammo was going to go up and, you know, get out of control or you couldn't buy five, five, six ammo anymore or whatever. These things, you need to be aware and you need to be taking the steps. And when you find that, oh, you know, I never bought a gun. And now bullets are impossible to get and everything's whatever. 
you need to take the next steps of, well, what else can I do to protect my family? And that's it. You need to keep moving mm-hmm. forward with your preps to, you know, hey, you know what? But I can buy food and make sure whatever. And I can also, you know, take care of whatever nonsense you need to take care of to make your house a little more secure or up your OPSEC or maybe, you know, learn some other ways to defend yourself. But the bottom line, you need to constantly be thinking and moving forward. And I'm not saying we don't enjoy life. You know, that was one of the things I saw Hamish, you know, posted on the, uh, in the prepping badass group, he's like out with his dirt bike and whatever. And he's, you know, out enjoying the day, you know, that's, that's part of, why we do everything we do is so we can live the awesome life and have a great time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what it's all about. We want to have a good time. We want to enjoy life. We don't need to spend every minute being chaotic and, you know, Oh, Oh, I got to get more food. Oh, I got to work more so I can buy more bullets. Oh, I got to do this. I got to have, you know, $10,000 in the bank. So if I lose my job or whatever, it's not about that. It's about being aware. It's about paying attention and just not ignoring things as life goes on, you know, just embrace it, have a good time and, you know, just pay attention and notice when things are changing around you. And when it's time to pay attention, you know, focus up and, you know, really do what you need to do and protect your family. Realize your family safety is more important than you know, going out and getting ice cream or doing something different from your kids. But you should also talk to your kids so that they understand this kind of thing and understand that, hey, you know, my dad wants what's best for me. So he's going to do what we need to do, you know, and I know we made plans and we thought things were going to go a certain way, but, you know, sometimes things don't. And if you're pretty consistent in life, people will mm-hmm. understand when they, when life throws you a curveball. So that's what I got on that. Right. Now, you know, we have some cool sponsors like TACPAC um, that actually have a lot of that yes, AR-15 gear that you've been looking for. They actually have a lot of that in stock. And you don't get the selection like you're not choosing, but they see what's available and they send you some really cool gear every month. And, you know, how can your wife complain if, you know, it just comes every month? I mean, you know, you're the victim, right? Um, It's kind of like Black Rifle Coffee, you know? I mean, it's not like I went out and bought Mm -hmm. coffee. It just comes every month, you know? It's a subscription. Uh I'm the victim. So, you know, if you use the Mm -hmm. code BADASS, they also send you some cool shit. So that might be something you might want to look into. Um, There's a lot of other cool things. You guys know we have some cool uh, T-shirts and some cool gear, and you have the opportunity to win a badass Bowie knife. If uh, you post pictures of you and your gear up in the uh, Facebook group, and we'll kind of use some of that to promote the gear and and let people know, you know, what's going on. So you might want to get in on that. That's what I got. You good? Yeah, well, one thing I would say is that we've we've gotten a couple uh, more downloads lately, which yeah. is which is numbers good. are think, up. You know, more people are being aware of of you know what's going on around them, and and that you know they might have to set a little bit aside here and there for uh, for an emergency situation because emergencies seem to be happening a little bit more often lately. 
It does um, seem that way. Know, things are certain products are harder and harder to find. And, uh, but what I'd like to do is just ask, uh, you guys there, if you want to help out the podcast, a good way to do that would just, uh, pass it on to some friends. You know, if anybody, uh, you're talking to somebody and they ask you about your badass gear, about your, your t-shirt or your, uh, face mask or your flag that you're flying, um, just, you know, pass, pass along the podcast, spread the word a little bit. Well, with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv